0: Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at Breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.
1: Hi, this is Bill Ratner. I'm the voice of Flint on G.I. Joe. And this is Knowing is Half the Podcast, which is actually an appropriation of the original saying, knowing is half the battle, which was used in a number of public service announcements that have now been burlesqued on YouTube by a number of individuals and i don't think there's a copyright issue at all have a good day hey everybody and welcome back to your favorite gi joe podcast show knowing is half the podcast where we talk about the gi joe cartoon show from the 1980s all of that was factual. Why are you guys sighing at me?
2: <laughs> Just Force got no
1: habit.
3: joie de vivre. I don't feel invested. You at don't all feel invested. In the final product that you're offering us. This
4: is why oh. no one's giving us five star reviews.
3: I mean, we do like need more of those some, for the Shark Tank, and and really get a sense of how America wants you to approach the pitch process.
4: You gotta charm the audience, Ray
3: you got
1: to give them Make what them they promises
4: want. For in exchange for their five-star reviews.
1: Yeah. Guys, I've Tell geocached. that you're going to build a wall. I've geocached a check for $5,000, <laughs> and I will give you coordinates somewhere in this episode. you
3: got to geocache
1: <laughs> to get the cash. Oh, that's- uh, knowing is half, the- half the pod
4: cash. Oh. No. oh.
1: Does that- No? No. I have to
4: I have to go and think about what I've spent the last year <laughs> year of my life doing with this
1: podcast. Uh for the record, I am Race DeCanis. I'm Robert Chan.
4: I'm Gina Blito. And
1: we are breaking down an episode called Memories of Mara
4: by Charmin Devona.
1: Charmin Devona. my Devona. Doo do 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 who's de- a
4: chick de- 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 by the de- de- way
1: oh lots of lady writers for gi joe huh yeah mm-hmm. it's very progressive no wonder we have another progressive episode she's
4: a chick known for her sci-fi novels which is even rarer
1: What did she what did she write i'm not familiar nice. with this author Blood no idea no idea, oh, no yeah. idea. because just, i also you know, have the wikipedia article <laughs> 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 i don't have it
4: in
3: front of me uh but also she did a bunch she did do a bunch of uh stuff uh a lot of Animation writing in the eighties uh, and nineties include, uh, in addition to the GI Joe, she did a lot of Garfield. Yeah, um, did one for Richie Rich back in the day. I vaguely yeah, remember that. the Richie oh, Rich cartoon. That was a long time ago. Um, like did an episode of Droids, Ducktales, Bill and Ted's Excellent
1: Adventure. Yeah, the cartoon the series. Cartoon. Yeah, wow, I yeah. forgot that was a thing.
4: But she is mostly a, a, a novelist, apparently, a, mm. a sci-fi novelist.
1: But we don't know the novels. I said <laughs> blood <laughs> she moon. Shan said blood moon. I didn't hear that. <laughs> So I heard she wrote Blood Moon. Isn't that the Twilight Saga? Blood yeah. Moon?
4: Twilight. What? Number
1: three, Blood Twilight Moon.
4: Twilight
3: number three, Blood Moon. <laughs> Tw- the, it's, it's, uh, n- no, it's New there Moon. There is something, New Moon. before oh, and it's New Moon. Because you were saying that, I'm like, <laughs> all of my old uh, bookseller instincts started kicking in. I was like, no, this is incorrect. Oh, but I feel bad that I didn't uh, know Wait, it off the top of my head. I would
1: say something incorrect on this podcast. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> ring the bell. It finally happened. <laughs> Um, is that what that sound in my
3: ear has been this entire time? <laughs> oh, no,
1: that's just the sound of the bell, uh, ringing of the ears after I talk too, uh. too long. It's going to happen. I'm sorry. Guys, we open up on a Navy vessel <laughs> and we find out this is not a drill. We open in the action mm. and that Cobra is a submarine and they are just attacking what we've uh, uh, discovered is the USS Trogon. Trogon? Trogon. What is that? It's a bird. I, to, I looked this up. A stu- okay. There's
4: a lot of stupid names for things in this episode, and I didn't like it.
1: Well, I, I had to do a double take, because when it says Trogon in my brain, I immediately had it say USS Trogdor. What? I really? In my head, I was like, a I, I, I double take. It's like, uh, it can't be Trogdor. I heard Ex- Drogon, and I was like, wait a minute. Is that a thing? Because I thought that
3: was just the name of Khaleesi's dragon in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, did he... Did George Martin get that from somewhere else?
4: At some point, there's a uh, line in this episode where Destro says, "The trocon, the trogon is looking for the nurka. The nurka the other wrote, ship. What the fuck? Yeah, that's true.
1: And what an, is a nurka a is a fish. I, it's a type of salmon. I don't like One any of this. Both of, this. of these yeah. ships are named after a different animal. Okay, I, he, yeah, okay. The
3: trogon, I just looked it up. It's, um, it's a relative of the quetzal. Which is kind of cool. And what's that? If they call it the Quetzal, it's a it's a really it's a bird with huge plumage. Um, it's
4: uh, and a huge dick.
3: And it, really, Gina? you know what? I, really? I don't I don't recall. I don't see anything about the bird's dick. Look size. a little deeper. Look a little I, deeper.
2: I really <laughs> thought
1: you were going to go for the Monty Python yeah, rip absolutely. of beautiful plumage, but no, we went with the huge dick. <laughs> uh, but Quetzalcoatl, uh, the oh, uh, uh, the, s- the snake
3: bird, South American. Yeah, yeah okay, mm-hmm. that's and then uh nerka nerka it I says a
1: know. type of salmon is what the official
3: um
4: I don't like any of it. Told me. I don't like oh, any weird. of it.
3: I typed nerka and the first thing that came up is uh the USS nerka an go. actual actual submarine.
4: I still don't like it. Uh,
3: <laughs> I'm it sorry, like, Gina. I want
4: <laughs> real words in this episode. It's a
3: salmon, Gina. It's a salmon.
4: Does it have a huge dick?
3: So don't moving all, <laughs> don't all salmon Well, isn't that why we put them on sushi? (laughs) It's because we, you know. We
2: envy their. One huge dick. Mm
4: -hmm. In our mouth.
1: Yes. So there's a naval battle that's <laughs> happening between an under underwater sub, which is, I guess, where subs go, a yep. uh, Cobra sub, mm-hmm. and the USS Trogon, who is mm-hmm. out looking for the USS Nurka, yes. which had been held. See, a lot of stuff happens in this episode kind of off-camera mm-hmm. before and after the episode actually, like, happened. So missing exposition is the Nurka was a naval submarine that uh, was a nuclear submarine that Cobra stole. Kidnapped all the people inside and tried to get the nukes off of.
2: Oh. Or they're...
1: They don't come out and say it, but they're looking for the weapon systems on the naval submarine. They don't use the word nukes, but I have to assume that's that's the deal here. That makes sense.
4: I I seem to have zoned out during the first couple minutes of this episode. Why
1: didn't they just...
3: They have the ship, why didn't they just go to the torpedo tubes, open them up, and take out the fucking...
1: I guess they don't know how the nukes work? I was a little bit confused at that. Like, why does the captain of that ship suddenly know the secrets of the nuclear universe? See, I
3: thought at first it was, he was looking for codes. And then he said, you right. need the codes for your uh, weapons weapon systems. systems. Which then I took to mean that uh, they had some sort of advanced new technology. Because obviously it's and he's like... Yeah, I want to see your new stuff and steal it.
1: I just I don't see anything on this sub besides the nuclear thing is the only thing that made sense to me because what are they going to have that Destro hasn't already invented eight times over right. twenty years ago? Yeah, you know, and so yeah, so un, un, they they kind of play around this idea, but the uh, the Joes are there on the Trogdor. Uh, right. Uh, quick <laughs> question:
3: uh, Are there any naval vessels uh, that are made of fiberglass? Because apparently this one is.
2: <laughs>
1: yes, the, tro- the Trogon is made of fiberglass <laughs> insulation. Yeah. The Pink Panther's running around yeah. No, Did hole. you miss this? No, I caught it. Okay.
2: Well, you can play it for a, the people at they home. They you it's gotta... a
3: fiberglass hole, and I'm like, nah, that's a bad idea if people are shooting friggin', uh, uh torpedoes at you.
2: The USS Trogon. Readings indicate fiberglass hull.
3: Fiberglass hole.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's great if you have a 40-foot sailboat and you're cruising around the Caribbean <laughs> well, just visiting islands. I don't think this this vessel was intended for combat purposes. It's just on a like a search mission.
2: Yeah. So it's
1: it, got missiles on it.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Like
1: you I'm don't put here. missiles on a fucking plastic boat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we put it on a gurney. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <On> a, that,
1: <laughs> we f- learned at the last Know your Joe.
3: But the cobra bug.
1: Ugh. Love it. Uh, yeah, and so so they're out there trying to search for this thing called the Nurka, and the mm-hmm. Destro's like, uh, we, we can't let them find it because we want the ship for ourselves, da-da-da. And in the middle of all of this kind of really important world-changing nuclear stuff, we find a purple girl in the water.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, first, like, shipwreck is, is on top, and then Polly says, Polly want to see some action.
3: Yeah, and, it's, and Polly's wiggling his ass in front <laughs> of the... Uh, the telescope, so...
1: Guys, I apologize. Yeah. Gina, I apologize to you personally. I went right past the Polly yeah, bit. And uh, yeah, this is my important bit. This is mm-hmm. my fault.
2: I wanna see some action! Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, Polly's gonna see
2: Poly's some been, action. Polly's been
4: cooped up for too long.
3: Polly wanna take that big old parrot dick and put it in something. <laughs> maybe wow. put it in a uh, put it in a Trogon maybe. Yeah. yeah. You hot, guys... tro- hot parrot on Trogon action, <laughs> you right? Guys are, you guys are gross. You wanna <laughs> go to <laughs> my website? <laughs> Hot Paron, action. Um, parrot Trogon action. i on Trogon.com. D- hot,
1: yeah, HotYoungTrogons.com. <laughs>
4: We're going to get so much fanfic after this episode.
1: <laughs> I really want go, to go to GoDaddy and buy HotYoungTrogons.com. <laughs> I just put pictures of birds on there. <laughs>
2: hey, yes, I might I'll, actually do I'll this. I'll pitch this in two bucks. Amazing. I'll pitch in
4: two bucks for for the domain name.
3: They're oh. hot and waiting for you to... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Off? (laughs) Yep. Oh, that's funnier than I thought it was going to be. So, uh, uh, Cobra really like is getting lazy in this episode. Now, for a su- this battle plan of putting Cobra Commander Destro and the Crimson Twins all in the same underwater submarine, yeah, dude, with no backup whatsoever. The freaking Quim-
3: Crimson Twins are multi billionaires. Yes, they're entrepreneurs, and they they have they have an empire, <laughs> a literal financial empire, and they've been relegated to the role of both of them navigators. <laughs> navigators. Two
1: navigators. You talk about putting all your eggs in one basket. There is no, there's no, like, if anything goes wrong, all of Cobra goes away. Like, Major Blood's in charge. Yep with the Baroness and Storm Shadow, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, or does Zartan seize the reins of power? <laughs> Probably not well, because all his dreadlocks are also on this mission. Uh, th- did you notice how they cheaped out? Instead of having the really immaculate like cobra te- uh, shape on it, they just painted an angry face on the front of the submarine. <laughs> I,
4: yeah, I kind of enjoyed that, actually. <laughs>
1: it's just Like normally there's just like elaborate, you know, even the airship in the opening sequence is like how many miles wide is that cobra symbol? And here the, 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 the iconic vessel of your fleet, i was just going to paint a couple teeth on it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Call it good. Might as well. So uh, we've been waiting on the shark to get here because mm. essentially the sub is going to tear the troll gun apart because it's made of fiberglass. Right. Mm-hmm. And I shark mean, you is... Could have, you could honestly have just walked up
3: with like an axe and just started going to town on it and, and busted it up.
1: You could have sent those eels out with their spear guns and yeah. just like cracked the hull and we're done here. Thanks. Yep. Good night, everybody. So like, hold on. Let me get my Swiss army knife and I'm just going to like... <laughs> Okay, let's go. <laughs> done. Uh, so the, the shark, we're 15 minutes out right now, and so Duke says, I'm going to get in the Skyhawk. You guys shoot some missiles at the sub. Like, we're not done just yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chan, what is a sunburst uh, 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 a defense system? I mean, as, as I assume it's similar to, I mean,
3: because it's it's to. Because uh, uh, it's fire that works underwater. To draw heat-seeking missiles. Yeah. So it's, it, it's the same sort of stuff they do, you know, in a plane. It's just, you know, like hot stuff.
1: Hot it, stuff.
2: Hot
4: stuff.
1: <laughs>
3: That's our scientific <laughs> you breakdown. Can some you can... <laughs>
2: hot
1: stuff, baby,
4: this evening?
3: Uh, there are things that will burn underwater, like magnesium will burn underwater. Very hot. Oh, okay. So it's, yeah, I could see that happening. It's a thing.
1: And the Ohio River will catch fire as well. Sure. Not that we're there, but uh, yeah. just in case you're nearby <laughs> and you want to see some, some action, mm-hmm. make right. it happen. Uh, so we we meet the purple girl. Her, we find out her name is Mara. I for,
4: for a second I thought uh, because we've we've made reference to the fact that Zartan has a sister.
1: Oh, Zarana, yeah. Mm-hmm. And
4: is she not blue?
1: Uh, she is blue in sunlight, just like Zartan.
4: Yeah. Is. So so when they first showed her, I wrote, oh, Zartan's sister.
3: Oh no no no! She's got uh, blonde hair. She looks kind of like
1: Zartan. Mm,
4: mm -hmm. She
1: wears a lot of pink and has like torn like punk gear. But is it
4: a hood or or hair?
1: No, it's just real. She's got like a punk like short cropped pink like faux hawk. All right, the doubles is a hood, but (laughs) (laughs) it's not explicitly (laughs) a hood. (laughs) Well, Zartan, it's always a hood. We've established that. Except when it's hair. Don't worry about that.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: uh, she's having trouble breathing on the ship. And so like every dude lines up to give her CPR, which I thought was a little.
2: Yep.
3: <laughs> Maybe my tongue will be the one that makes it happen. <laughs> Let's do this.
4: <laughs> and then we get to some water world crap right here. Yeah, because she's got gills. Yep. Just she- like, uh, you know. Uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner in Waterworld. Mm-hmm.
3: Are we just skipping over the fact that Lady J is in a wetsuit while everybody else is in the normal? She's gear? been in wetsuits before. That? She has she worn wetsuits before. Digs
4: wearing those wetsuits just, every I think. time
3: we just get on the water. I was like, uh, you know, you. We're just taking you. <laughs> we're just ferrying you to another island. You don't have to get in your wetsuit. It was like, but I want to show off my leg. Yeah.
1: It is weird, though, because later, like, she it's back in her normal gear again. Like, I'm the same mission. So and she's then back into the back wetsuit. into the wetsuit again. She's the
4: she's the Oprah of all missions. She wants to make sure she has a few uh, costume changes.
2: She's got to work it in there the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, OK, fair enough. Well, uh, let's see here. So the shark finally shows up. Jeez, and it shoots the missiles out of the air, and uh, uh, or the missiles get shot at uh, the, the Skyhawk that Duke's in it, I should say, before the shark shows up. And then Gung-Ho Paul just grabs a gun oh, and yeah. says, screw this. Just a gun. Shoots, shoots the a missile. missiles. Mm-hmm. Two missiles in the air, still ends up hurting the Skyhawk, and Duke crash lands. And were you guys thinking what I was thinking when Duke's there lying in the cockpit unconscious? You're like, another, another coma. There room. it is. Another massive injury for Duke. <laughs> he's, he's the
4: Muhammad Ali of...
1: Of the GI Joe world, well, he survives the crash, gets knocked unconscious. Yeah. I would assume in a coma, but Gung Ho pulls him out, and he's like, "No, I'm fine." Yeah, yeah, yes, no,
3: yeah, I'm fine. It's it's the been... closest shave I've had in a long time. It he said it in a way that made it sound like he was about to, or was actually trying to make a pun, and just didn't. He oh. was like that was the closest shave I've ever had. That's
4: because that's uh, that's the only thing that's the only way his brain works now. <laughs> He's like, I made a funny. And everyone's like, that didn't work, Duke. And he's He's, like, no, but it was a funny. He's just like
3: a CS. He's 100% CSI Miami. (laughs)
1: Everything he says, he just takes off his glasses and waits for the music to start. (laughs) Uh, That's the the closest shave I've had in a while. Wow. wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, I just think that's the Duke we know and love. Sure. (laughs) We don't don't go to Duke for the witty banter. (laughs) We go him to kind of like, you know, win the battle. Mm Mm-hmm. Doesn't they don't? I'll have to be gems, Gina. <laughs> Put it out there. So uh, yeah, it's they, not like we're watching this for entertainment or anything. <laughs> so. Thank you. Uh, so the the Cobra submarine is damaged in all this, and has to. And Destro's one move in the submarine seems to be do the, the what the, the crash dive because mm-hmm. he pulls the maneuver multiple times yeah. during the course of the episode. So mm-hmm. it's like uh, we're out of hot pockets. Crash dive. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, well, we've learned like uh, why is Cobra Commander not in charge of the submarine? I would guess. I mean. Why is he even there if he's just gonna let Destro like be the leader?
4: Maybe he was like sleepy. He was sleepy. Yeah, and he was like, I don't wanna take a, o- I don't wanna take control. You do it.
1: It just seems weird that he's there at all, then, because he's he's never one to be in a in a position and then not. A control of it.
4: Plus, he doesn't right? really have much to do in this episode. It almost Plus feels he- like at the end of it, they were like, hey, should we go back to some of these panels and draw in Cobra Commander? And so, some guy was like, yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't hurt anything. <laughs> Look, we got Chris in studio for an hour today. May as well give him a handful of lines. <laughs> uh, so we, we get a diver battle. So we get uh, uh, divers under. The, we get the G.I. Joe divers. We get the Cobra Eels. And uh, 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 they end up like pulling Shipwreck and Mara under.
4: Yeah, and then Mara takes out a knife, and I, for a split second, thought yep. she was going to slit that dude's throat. Yeah. I she was going to straight out murder him. I w- and then when she just cuts his face mask, I was super let down. I oh, thought at geez. the very least, like, she would stab him in the kidney or something. Right. Or, like, right under the rib cage so you that do the remember blood this starts- for 10-year-olds. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. care. I want a stabbing- <laughs>
1: Well, she does the polite thing and only cuts his gas mask, forcing him to the surface very, very quickly
4: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: uh, comes back. I guess she she comes back up again. But Shipwreck kind of disappears in all this. He gets captured by Neil. All the other Joes are apparently murdered. I'm trying to figure this (laughs) out because three uh, divers are pulled under the water. Lady J pulls out her spear gun and says, all you guys are, are, are the battle's over. You guys are done because I have a spear gun now. And then if you the, the, the deep pan happens, you have shipwreck and five eels and no Joes. And the eels just go, shrug. <laughs> Guess yeah. we're captured. You know
4: why? I bet the eels stabbed them with a knife under the water. I think they did. Like Mara should have done.
3: Here's what's happening. The Joes, uh, they have their scuba gear on. They're holding the feet of the cobras. They can't get away. <laughs> That's why you have five cobras. Uh-huh. We're just standing there surrendering to one woman with a harpoon gun.
1: It, it seems it seemed an odd point to surrender, you know? Like you've got ship like, like literally say it's like actually I have shipwreck in a headlock right now. I'm going to kill him. There's four of my friends here as well.
4: I bet they also got sleepy. Just like Cobra Commander,
1: <laughs> <Just> get sleepy <laughs> and take a nap. Like,
4: Ugh, this is hard.
1: I really <laughs> want to put three Joe confirmed kills though on this set scene right here because that feels like they would they're, they would be above the surface if they hadn't been murders. <laughs> when that happens, right? I don't know. I'm, I'm cr- but here comes the shark. The shark now shows up, and uh, uh, the, the sub doesn't know what's going on. Uh, the shark shoots it a few times, and we end this action sequence right here. Time for Act Two, guys. Do, do, do. Yeah, a whole lot of just generic sea battles happen in this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in this episode. So we go to an island retreat right now, a literal and figurative, because everybody. It looks right
4: like Epcot it. Center, a little mm. bit. Yeah, looks like like the 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 ball in Epcot Center.
1: And so Mara is a prisoner, and uh, 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 they uh, get a big dolphin tank for her, and she's all swimming around. That dolphin tank is huge. Like, how do they just transport that on the on a phone call? <laughs> well, I mean, I. Uh, I think
3: they may have gone to the place that had the, because it looks like a like a research study, like an aquarium.
1: Because I sort of got, I thought Duke called up and said, I need you to send a dolphin tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he
3: did. You know what? Uh, that may not have arrived yet.
1: Oh, okay. Fair enough. Because it is, it is, it's SeaWorld. They go to SeaWorld, basically, in this, uh-huh, uh, uh- uh- I don't know, Indonesia or wherever they are, where there's a whole bunch of tropical islands and whatnot. And uh, uh, Lady J and Shipwreck have a fight. Do you, do you, do you yeah, have this? Yeah, Shipwreck fight?
4: threatens to cut off her head. It gets pretty rough.
0: Well, personally, I believe her. Then personally, I think you're a moron. How'd you like to lose 10 pounds? Toots all for the neck up. I mean, Whoa. that's
1: rough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
4: he's going to chop off her head.
1: First yeah. off, Lady J was the one who started making it personal. Can I just say right here, she was over the oh, line first. Oh, victim blaming. Oh, but then Shipwreck, <laughs> yes. Shipwreck then takes a, a per, it takes a, an egregious insult and takes it to 11 immediately. But mm-hmm.
4: also, Lady J turns out to be right.
1: Lady J turns out to be 100% like, correct. She <laughs> was right,
4: and then they had a fight, and he threatened to cut off her head. That's my takeaway from this.
3: <laughs> That's. I mean, Shipwreck... Got to get that D wet.
1: <laughs> well, listen. The, the argument is whether or not Mara, uh, the captured Cobra fish lady, she knows where the Cobra base is, where they're keeping the uh, the nuclear submarine, and she says, "No, I don't know where it is." And Shipwreck's like, thinking with my D. Yeah, I believe her immediately. <laughs> S- n- sight unseen, I just believe her whatever she says. Mm. And Lady J calls him a moron. I don't know. I, that that was rough to me.
4: I, he is a moron, though. She's a Cobra agent.
1: She. And I will probably be returning to this in
3: multiple (laughs) occasions, is absolutely a Cobra agent. You can tell because she's wearing a wetsuit with a big ass (laughs) Cobra on it long before they pull her out of the water. Nobody mentions there's a big Cobra on it. They're just like, (laughs) she got titties. We got to do something about this. Uh, She still has on the Cobra insignia. No one's offered her, say, yeah. a nightgown, or obviously <laughs> Lady J has got plenty of wetsuits. Yeah. You, you want to you wear my wetsuit that doesn't have our enemy's logo on it? Yeah, she no, never changes she, out of that, does she, she the entire episode? The it's not like we're going to lose track of her. She's got blue skin. <laughs> we're not going to be confusing her with co- uh, CoverGirl anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Get out of the stupid Cobra outfit.
1: So I got to ask uh, the, the scientific expert here, Robert Chan, yep. one of the science jerks. Um, I'm going to answer so, you with no. Go co- ahead and cobra. answer ask, Cobra does a a surgery to her brain, which causes her to grow gills and become a fish, and they do it in a CAT scan machine. Yep, this all makes sense. Can you explain the science behind this to me, please? Here's the
3: thing. Uh, One in every thousand (laughs) CAT scans will result in your genetic code being altered and giving you fish gills.
4: (laughs) This is why I go every month to get a CAT scan. Just so you
3: know. Just in hopes. In hopes. Guys, I just learned something about the world. (laughs) You could
1: become a water world person. That is all I would hope Well they say Doc here is just a hero of the day Doc comes up with a helmet suit yeah in order to protect her so she mm-hmm. looks like a 1950s spaceman.
4: yep she's got a fishbowl mm-hmm. on her head. She's literally she's just a... wearing a fishbowl. I on feel her like head. they need to watch uh, the, watch um uh, Hellboy. 'Cause the blue guy in that yep. gets to wear little like watery things around his neck like a like a water necklace. Yeah,
3: it's the gills that you gotta cover, not her damn face. Yeah. It's not where she's breathing out of. Right. And also, <laughs> uh, if you have an enormous air tank that only lasts for fifteen friggin' minutes Uh, you're doing something wrong.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it doesn't even, all all the root things here, like her skin is still jacked up. You think she could have mentioned it before it became an issue? Yeah,
4: that it's going to get dry.
1: You know, guys, this actually is really uncomfortable for
3: me. (laughs) (laughs) How about you get me a a piece of clothing that covers up my entire body? Oh, wait, I'm already wearing one. Why am I complaining about dry skin? It's because she's a Cobra agent. Mm. She's still trying to screw. There is no way that someone's going to jump on that Husk of a man shipwreck and just start Gina. like <laughs> rubbing all over him. Gina? Unless she was trying to, I mean, to here's him. the
4: thing I will say coming up, she, she kisses him, and for a dude who fancies himself a ladies' man, he cannot handle that shit.
1: It was too much for him. Like he
4: was like, oh, 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 oh. he like turns into a comedy nerd. He
1: what well, does? I was just, about, I was actually wondering about that because is he sort of like the comedy nerd who's always like, I'm gonna bang that chick. Whoa, hey! hey. And then as soon as a girl's like, I'd go out with you, he's like, yes. oh, oh, I gotta go. There <laughs> are
4: several times in this episode where she is like, <laughs> cl- getting like clearly she, wants to get it on, and he's she, like, Nah, yeah, come on now. She wants to bang him. Yeah,
1: all over the place. Do we have a
4: sound clip of when she kisses him the first time. What the noise that he makes is?
1: It's pretty rough.
0: <laughs>
4: We gotta uh, uh... <laughs> uh, 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 she's, she's gonna kiss me. I'm a thirty eight year old man. What do I do?
1: <laughs> this is the first boobs I've
4: ever had near my face. He he it literally seems like he's never been kissed before. Yeah. And and that dude talks a big ass game.
3: Yeah, he does. Uh shipwreck. <laughs> but at the end of the day, basically the only D he's getting is from Polly. That Aww. big parrot D. She that,
4: so that's why P- Polly likes wagging his butt in, in his face. Cause,
3: yeah, cause I want shipwreck. some action.
4: Shipwreck does analingus on Polly.
3: Mm-hmm. I think you guys are both really gross right now, and I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, there's a smoking gun right there, and I'm not going to just look past it. <laughs>
1: pretend my face is Polly's butt when we make out <laughs> that's horrifying and I'm sh- I'm ashamed of both of you right now so fire bats show up which caused shipwreck to run into the jungle A uh, big thing that's when we have the make out scene which I just wrote
2: yow
1: <laughs> get your shipwreck you know uh,
3: I will say this uh, when uh, the dreadnoughts do come up uh, dreadnoughts uh, ruin the day Ripper's mm-hmm. got a pretty killer line here
0: it's the princess again swabby
1: I believe that was Buzzer for the record, but still oh, what? wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Kiss the princess again, Swabby. She's still a frog. She's still a frog. <laughs> it up. Yep. yep. And then the dreadnoughts, like, straight up put her over a barrel. <laughs> yep. Like, if you think she's safe in, in their hands, we can't even trust them around, like, generic, bland scientists uh-huh, without something uh-huh. weird happening. <laughs> you don't think they're going to get excited by the fish lady with the giant knockers in her <laughs> midst. <laughs> yeah. And
4: then she, she proves once again that she's good at uh, subterfuge.
1: Yes yeah, so when she... She, she collapses.
4: To, yeah, and then Shipwreck has a line that I feel like it's not the first time he's uttered it, nor will it be the last. Jam. <laughs> <Chan.
0: laughs> <laughs> oh, you were
1: but <laughs> no just exaggerating
4: <laughs> you were
3: faking so but but probably most of his ladies were just exaggerating <laughs> they weren't full-on lying it's like i enjoyed some part of that process
4: this is why he's so terrible with women though because he can't tell he can't tell the difference uh,
3: no man can tell the difference <laughs> the he's record. got vagina blindness you
1: just can't see it.
4: <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. And then so coming up, she kisses him again. And this is when he's like, he tells her to stop.
1: Well, this is a weird thing that happens because they end up on another island. And yes. she tries to make out with him a second time. Yes. And he pushes her away again being like, this is literally a perfect time for bone." Yeah.
4: And it, they're like under the moonlight. Yeah.
1: Oh,
0: you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mara. Cut it out.
4: If a, if I was uh... If I was kissing a dude and he said that to me i would swim away and then bury myself
3: i will in a mausoleum i will repeat this again she is 100 playing him she says all during it i grew up in a rough situation and yep. uh all you got to do what you got to do to get ahead you if know a, if a cobra agent again she is wearing a wetsuit that she refuses to take off that's got the cobra insignia on it at this point I kind of think that maybe it's somehow grafted onto her and that's part of her body now so she doesn't even have anything that she can get under it but she is trying to seduce him so he'll do whatever she so wants
4: So are you saying he knows that she's trying to seduce him because I I think that he doesn't know. And I don't I think, think he's, he knows. I think he's worried about what he does with his penis if things go further than this and so he's just like ah come on cut it out otherwise I'll, well, I'll have to admit that I've never had sex before.
1: If we're going to take her at face value right now we believe that she came from a rough neighborhood, signed up to join cobra to get herself like some people would join the army in her case is like the bad poor kids join cobra right as opposed to the good poor kids who join the army to get the cobra bill (laughs) to uh, go to college right the the cobra bill and so she she signs up she goes to this research facility where she's been at she's been living there for a while where
3: she also says that there are there's no uh, uh, uh limit to the volunteers like, everybody wants in on this business, which does not seem like a thing that would be happening. <laughs> no. Like, try this super weird medical experiment that we, you know, we think might work. But she lives there. there's a ton
1: of fish people now. I think so. Well, she, she lives there for an extended period of time getting experimented on. She escapes from the location. She makes her way to the Joe vessel. And if we take her at face value, she has no idea where this facility is located. Sure. She went there as a recruit. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm just, you ask any person who served basic training, uh, who served in the military, I guarantee they could tell you the location of where that happened. I at. will say I'm this. I'm really bad with direction,
4: so I wouldn't be able to tell anyone where anything was. You also, just be Ray.
3: Like, North. <laughs> Ray. <laughs> yeah. You're in the middle of the goddamn ocean. Mm-hmm. The base is at the bottom of the ocean. Your head pops out of water. Where are you? Do you have a GPS? Didn't have GPS uh, did back she, could, then. Did
1: she even say, it's an underwater base? She could no, have they know said they that. know.
3: They know that there's an underwater base. They don't know where it is. How
1: about it's somewhere near where we found the fish girl?
3: <laughs> I mean, that's about I mean, as close I mean, I'm no you, military yeah. strategist. That's about as good as you're going to get.
4: In the animation for this, sometimes her skin is normal, and sometimes it's not. Well, it when is. it's
3: underwater, it's kind of... Sometimes like purple, in it's sometimes blue. It's kind of, yeah. like, color-wise. Mm-hmm. They just want to make and, sure that uh, we yeah. know that she's... Uh, even though that she's a mer person now, she's still she's a totes
1: uh-huh. Oh, totes! Yeah. Uh, what's wrong with people's feet in this episode? <laughs> what? Like this is something that I just noticed because I noticed it earlier with Lady J, where she basically nobody has toes when they're being animated at a mid distance. Uh, and then what you have is Lady J, and they put a little line pretending it was a boot, but it's the exact same color as her leg. And it happens a couple times during the episode. And shipwreck when they're when he's lying down on the beach, the close-up shot he's got fully formed feet, and then when the camera pulls back a little bit, he's just got these like uh, 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 stubs, like mannequin feet. <laughs> and it's the creepiest darn thing ever. And it's like every character who takes their shoes off reveals in the GI Joe universe <laughs> toes do not exist. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But there are no animation mistakes, so I'm wondering if Shipwreck also had some sort of genetic uh, thing done to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Lady J as well. I'll put it. Maybe that's why they're fighting so much. Oh. Think about it, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do they like genetically
3: engineer him to be a douchebag? <laughs> oh, I think he came to that naturally on his own. Okay,
1: okay.
4: This would explain why he's never kissed a girl or had sex before, though, because he's probably only like ten days old and has been grown from a test tube.
1: Uh, And you notice he only hits on uh, G.I. Joe ladies who he already knows are not interested in him.
4: Yeah, it's all a cover, and this was like, oh, maybe this is the beginning of him finally admitting that he's gay. Oh, wow. I I like
1: that. I don't think so, but it's possible. He's
4: got a lot of bravado, and (laughs) Mm -hmm. he covers it up by sexually harassing women, and then Mm -hmm. when one actually does come on to him, he's like, no,
1: no. It's weird, yeah, because he always does it in the inappropriate. It's not like he has a problem with hitting on somebody at work. Mm -hmm. That's all he knows how to do. So when they're like, on the job, and Mara comes real hard at his D. Yeah.
4: It's all a cover.
1: cover. But he still finds love, and I just appreciate that.
4: In a hopeless place.
1: (laughs) Destro interrogation, guys. Now, he's interrogating the captain of the ship, and he's not very good at this interrogation game whatsoever. I feel like he normally uh, relies on his devices. Maybe
3: he had his second or third rate devices, some older stuff here, and they weren't working. It's like, okay, well, I guess I... I mean, I tried asking you, and then I tried asking like, in a real mean voice,
1: and then I turned on,
3: like, uh, my machines that made bloop bloop noises, and I got nothing. Don't forget sorry, the got... floating Pokeball.
1: Right. <laughs> he brings a floating, just unmentioned to anybody, he brings a floating Pokeball that just shines lights at his eyes. Mm. Can
4: you explain to me what no, that, that device is
2: supposed to do? That's an eye shiner. It's
4: an eye shiner? Yeah, it's, it's, the FBI you, uses that? It's to shine lights and eyes. Guys, I could really go for a Poke bowl right now.
3: Ooh, Poke Bowls, uh, yeah. There's a, there's a new Poke bowl place that's coming uh, on Third Street Promenade. just saw you like yesterday. Uh, that's so called far what, what what's if a poke i bowl? were to create uh
4: it's a raw fish bowl that you have it, that you have rice and some seaweed and some raw fish on top and sometimes they'll put like ginger and some wasabi and basically it's, like it's a deconstructed
3: sushi yeah it's like a, oh it's like a yeah it's like a sushi bowl it's like a it's delicious kfc famous bowl but there's Japanese.
4: a place on ventura that does them does them up nice
3: you had me at kfc famous bowl <laughs> I, mean,
1: I, I know how to talk to ray <laughs> He finds it. So, um, yeah, we, we basically learned that uh, Destro is ready to dump the entire ship and their crew and basically shoot them out the airlock yep. and put them into the water because he's not getting the information he needs. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm surprised
3: they even kept the
1: crew. There was no need for any of them. Nope. But there's, I mean, there are nuclear weapons on this sub and he's ready to just blow it up and leave. Mm-hmm. Destro's a bad planner is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. What Destro does well, Destro does very, very well. When he's put in command of anything at all, his flaws come to fruition. (laughs) I thought you guys would have more to
2: say, but I guess not. (laughs) Uh,
1: We go to invading the base now. This is the big Act 3 thing. Uh, G.I. Joe's invading the base. Oh, quick question. Yes.
4: At some point, Shipwreck is like, I want to come on this mission. And everyone's like, hey, you're not an experienced diver. How is a dude named Shipwreck... Not an experienced diver. How is a
1: career navalman bad in the water? Yeah, learn to question. dive,
4: dude. It's, I feel like that's, that's your thing. Why well, is that not your thing? I feel like
1: shore leave is his thing. Shore leave is 100%, <laughs> 100% his thing. Getting, getting, getting lots of crabs is, is and gonorrhea. Okay, so based on what you just said, and this is something I noticed, they say, shipwreck, you're not fit for this mission, Navy man, on an yes. aquatic mission. <laughs> who is the second in command after Lady J on this mission? Did you guys catch the name of who is the, the other person in charge? No. Alpine.
2: Oh yeah. Alpine
1: the mountain climber. (laughs) Shipwreck, the Navy guy, is not equipped to deal with the water mission. Let's bring in the mountain climber.
3: I mean, maybe he's got dual specializations. Maybe upgraded since we (laughs) left his
1: card. I don't think that's the case at all. And I don't even there's and here's the deal, Alpine is a black guy. There are no black guys on this mission. He's deep undercover like when he was pretending to be that Crimson Guardsman again.
2: Oh. Because
1: sometimes he turns white at the drop of a hat because he just, he needs to for the mission. That's Maybe. a superpower. He may have just been there for diversity. <laughs> 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 so Lady J ends up getting captured uh, by the uh, the Cobras. The Crimson Twins knock her out. Don't get a prize. Don't even get a thank you from mm. Destro.
4: Yeah. The, again, Lady J knocked out. I feel like this is like the fifth time that Crimson Twins have knocked her out while she's been wearing a wetsuit. <laughs> And I gotta say, I am pretty sure that every time one of them is going one of them honks her boobs while she's <laughs> oh, geez, oh, while she's like, I feel like they're k- keeping track and keeping count.
1: Well, the cool part about being yeah, twins yeah. is only one of them has to honk their boobs, and they both get the cheap <laughs> sensation. Uh, so why? Okay, qu- qu- quick question: If you're doing this mission here, you've got Alpine in charge of the aquatic mission. You've got a team of wetsuit GI Joes led by Lady J. Mm-hmm. Shipwreck is there as well. They have to set explosives to blow up this entire base. Mm-hmm. Why do you give explosives to the woman wearing the cobra uniform?
4: <laughs> or the, like, also, it's it's been established that she can't be out of the water for very long. Like that in is the hurt. very first scene yep. when they pull her out of the water. It takes maybe thirty seconds for her to start being like, get, not breathe. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Meanwhile, she's planning like six dozen yeah, explosives. Yeah, she's, <laughs> all she's for walking the building. all
4: over the ship. Isn't isn't in the water? Like. I- <laughs> It, it, there is there is some continuity errors. And
1: I get that she would she would know the layout of the ship. I absolutely understand why she would be important on this mission to put explosives in the places that matter. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But we only, we send her off on her own? We don't even 100% know she's on our side, really. Mm-hmm. Like, she's told us a story. But to your point, Chan, she's refused to take off the Cobra uniform. <laughs> subterfuge maybe if people see her but it's they like know triple but they, cross yeah but they know she's missing so i'm trying to my, my my brain is trying to make sense of this here
4: i wonder if she peed in that wetsuit
1: well, Absolutely. I, well to be fair though if she's normally in water who'd know the difference
4: yeah that's what i'm saying like but but also i feel like pee is very salty so
1: well, so is the ocean
4: that's true <laughs> i was thinking it would dry her skin out
1: and so are shipwreck's tears mm mm-hmm. So uh, we adjust to full power. Lady Jake has put in some sort of James Bond cat scan machine that's mm-hmm. going to
4: turn her turn into a, a fried fish. fish.
1: Turn her into a fried fish, though, because yeah. it's not just turn her. Because I guess they figure we've already had our one in a thousand, and we still have a whole bunch more to go. Yeah, right. adjust the
3: laser to full power. Make this one a fried fish. It makes no goddamn sense at all because uh, if you if you're not turning. If you're trying to be like I'm going to be super evil, uh, I'm going to turn her into a fish person. She can't breathe uh, outside of water. Uh, it'll be it'll ruin her. I'd be like, yes, I get that. I see what you're doing. Into it. If he says turn it all the way up so that we can just burn you,
1: like you have a gun. She's unconscious. <laughs> Put a fucking bullet in her head. I think this is this is the one reason why Cobra Commander is on this mission. Because if it was just Destro and the Crimson Twins, he'd just straight out just break her neck who cares paralyzer you know uh, she's no longer a gi joe member uh, or just kill her outright Suffocate her. you're in the moment she's unconscious you can you can do that but cobra commander o- off camera is just like we have this perfectly good machine right here <laughs> we're gonna lose this opportunity you guys what are we doing what are we even doing at that point who are we <laughs> <laughs> if we just break her neck and walk away um but thankfully she's saved by fish lady mm-hmm. Ooh. Hot, hot, hot. And I'm hoping for a Bechtel test pass, but we'll get there in a sec. I'm hopeful we have two powerful ladies in this episode. Oh, I'm guessing we're not going to get there. Uh, Boom. The whole thing blows up and then everybody's okay because we only have about 90 seconds to go by the time like we really hit the action part.
4: Yeah, which is really evident when at the very end uh mara is standing with shipwreck and she goes gotta go and then run and runs jumps right into the ocean
1: and then it's just three seconds of shipwreck waving yeah like an it, animatronic it dummy least,
4: it is the least like romantic least built up thing ever she's just like hey this is where i gotta belong okay talks over because <laughs> uh, like at some point i if i were shipwreck i would be like well I mean, I know where you are. Can't I, like, come and visit and booty call every once in a while?
1: You know, I could leave G.I. Joe. I mean, like, we could start a life together and have, like, I'm a... I'm not
4: saying that. A SeaWorld life
1: together. I'm saying
4: he... We, we've we established in other episodes that he does frequently take vacations. Yes, he does. And this, this uh, location is right by a G.I. Joe base. In
1: theory, because they're there.
4: Yeah, so with... And it happens to have a giant fish tank. So he could just be like, "Hey, listen, I'll come visit like every couple of months. We'll pork, then I'll leave. You can go back to swimming."
3: I don't know if you've ever tried to have sex in salt water, but I' pretty certain it's going to be uncomfortable on every level. Mm. Even if you're having sex in, like, say, a pool or I, a hot tub, it doesn't need to be like salt water. Like the lubricant water, gets. Uh, do you know what an ocean is, Gina? No, but she's I, in the goddamn I'm ocean. Saying,
4: I'm saying he has that. He has that tank filled with water on the Joe base. If she so is could just breathing, meet up with her there every couple months, if
3: she's breathing salt water, she's going to also have to have salt water in that aquarium. That's how that works. You can't take a fresh fish and chuck it in salt water. And yeah, vice versa. but
4: they just established water. They didn't. So you're telling me that fishbowl on her head probably had salt water in it? Oh,
1: yeah. What I appreciate is that you turned to Gina and said, I mean, have you ever had sex <laughs> in salt water? And she immediately grabbed her beverage and went, slurp, slurp, <laughs> slurp, 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 slurp. Not answering. <laughs> <laughs> hey, We live in California. I mean, the ocean's right there.
3: <laughs> yes, and it is deeply uncomfortable. Also, when they're, like, splashing playfully in that water, cold as fuck. 100% shriveled dick. Not into the sex thing. It's going to be I think, hard.
4: I, I, I not. think considering how hard up and horny shipwreck always is, mm-hmm. I think he would have at least been like, just take my phone number. That's all I'm asking. I will.
1: We can make this happen.
4: Yeah. Like, it, like there's no reason for her, but she doesn't even listen to what's going on. She just immediately turns around, runs the ocean. And Why
3: leaves. is that? Why is that?
4: She's a Cobra agent. She's.
3: I'm not even to that point. I'm not even I, I haven't even gotten to the point where I'm saying that she's still wearing the same goddamn outfit, even though she is clearly split up with Cobra. Uh, has she? It sounds to me like she's got some uh, uh, tail on the side. Uh, <laughs> like there's some, a uh, merman tail on the side. There's
4: a merman waiting for her.
3: Yeah. Uh, Or at least you know someone who uh, floats your boat more than shipwreck.
4: I will say we don't ever see in Little Mermaid who the mother is. There's there's no there's no wife to King Triton basically. Right. So this was this was around 1985. Little Mermaid came out after that. I'm going to say
1: ripped off of this episode of GI Joe.
4: She went and had sex with King Triton. Oh Jesus! Had some had some Little Mermaid
3: babies. uh, You better than anyone should know. That's not how it works. She would lay
2: her eggs <laughs> and keep trying to walk over. And, and she all, all over, over them. And, you know, yep. we,
1: we, to get away from this conversation, <laughs> we glanced over it briefly, but there's a huge thing that's gets it's dropped information in this episode of Cobra has no problem with human experimentation. That's <laughs> nope. and that's why they're so good at science. Yes. I feel like
4: these, I mean, this violates the Geneva Convention. Yeah.
1: Can we talk about like the philosophical and moral things that are they're talking about here? Like. Literally, this is a thing to the science community of the 80s that said, you know, if we didn't care about morality so much, we could start getting some shit done around here.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. this is uh now, now you're treading into that uh, weird territory where you uh, say, like, uh, the Nazis did some horrible experiments. Terrible. And basically, like, chucked people into the water and see how long it took them to freeze. Uh, now we have uh, developed life-saving technologies based on that data. Yeah. Uh, you and- know, like... Yay, what,
4: Nazis. Do you
1: do you keep using that data, yeah. or is it like bad? You know, there was a moral split about that, and I think they did something similar in the Mass Effect series of games in a storyline where uh, uh, the 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 research is monstrous and it hurt a lot of people, and it was really awful. Now, it happens in a, a, a Mass Effect uh, 2, I believe, where you'd say, do you say, do you just punt all the research and delete it? To no make way. Sure, or do you use the research, uh, uh, even though it was something terrible, maybe we can get something good out of it. And it's like a weird moral question That's that comes up. That's a
4: ludicrous up. moral question. The damage has already been done. Use the research for good. That's ludicrous. Anyone listening who agrees that you just throw out that data, that's ludicrous. Except if you're the person
1: that they did it to, and it encourages further monstrous research. The
3: next time someone's like, well, I mean, they're just going to take it anyway.
4: Well,
1: guys, slavery (laughs) gets results. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, I just, I think it's a bad trend to set. If I was
4: horribly experimented on, I would be like, yes, use that crap, because at least then something happens from it.
3: Thank you for your input, Gina Mengele. We'll, uh, we'll take it under consideration. <laughs> the, the island of Doctor Ippolito. <laughs> oh, I wish I would create
4: so many cute, cuddly cat people. Oh,
3: you realize that like none of those animal uh, cat people turned out cute, right? They're all monstrous. Oh, uh,
4: one was a little girl from Return to Oz, Ferusa Balk. So,
1: and that movie is also monstrous. So <laughs> yeah. shame on everyone involved. <laughs>
4: that movie is terrifying.
1: Uh, so uh, that's the end of the episode, everybody. Mara goes back in. We watch Shipwreck's kind of dopey-looking face <laughs> as it pans uh-huh, away. Uh-huh. He does not get laid. Or, do, they, do you think they boned before she left? I mean,
4: he could have, but he clearly got freaked out. He could have under the moonlight in the water that first time when she's kissing him, and he goes, Ah, cut it out.
1: Could I, could I put up a theory here? Mm-hmm. And that's that after all this happens, him and Mara get a few days to themselves. They're on the beach later. The mission's over. They go straight to boning. They're on the sand in this magical moonlit thing. And he's so bad at sex, she decides, I got to go lose my number.
4: I think my theory that that he is secretly gay is more valid. I don't think that's valid.
1: Uh, It's probably a little valid.
3: Uh, I am curious. (laughs) I feel like uh, if this weren't a science fiction author, this has has very Ursula K. Le Guin kind of overtones to me, I feel like. Uh, But uh, this last line. I belong to the sea. That so strikes me as something that like a uh, uh, a buzz or a flint would write <laughs> or who would who would be like who would have that uh that line rattling around in their head and would be like, what if a chick said it to a Sailor, instead of the other way around, oh, pretty great. yeah That's usually uh-huh. how it goes. Very the sailor's like, uh-huh. "Thanks for the, thanks for the sweet puss. I gotta go. Yeah. I'm married to the sea. I belong the to the sailor
4: say "Brandy, you're a fine girl. <laughs> what a good wife you would be. Such a fine, but my life, my love, and my lady is the sea."
3: Here's the thing: I would join in because <laughs> Lord knows I love hollow notes as, as much as any other dude. Uh, that's pretty what sure the songs that's not are, Hall and not really... Oates. What?
4: I don't think that's Hall and Oates. Are you sure? Uh, pretty sure. And
3: uh, you're hungry what like thinking? the trogon.
1: Uh, that is absolutely not. <laughs> 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 well, Gina, while Chan's looking up, is that Hollow Notes? Oates? Uh, Do we pass the peckel test today?
4: We did not. I'm shocked by this. The women were always unconscious when they were together or uh, under.
1: Just like at Bill Cosby's house, am I right? Topical reference. <laughs> mm. Oh. Wait,
4: so Bill Cosby has gills? It's a song by Looking Glass. that's, oh. the, na- that's the name of the band. <laughs> yeah. Chan, this
1: better not go more than 13 seconds
3: oh, or we're in let trouble. It, let it play. Let it play. <laughs> Let's just skip to the uh, relevant bits, then, I guess.
1: Guys, some that's of that song bad. made it all uh, better. Uh,
3: I feel you're it now. Rich girl, that's the song.
2: Oh yeah, they're out. they're similar.
3: Yep, yep,
4: they are similar.
1: Guys, what if I told you Mara comes back again? What does she really? What if I told you Mara? Is Richard? she still Return. wearing the same wetsuit? That's a spoiler. I'm not willing to give you. <laughs> Uh, yes guys Mara actually becomes a recurring character to a point on this sh- on the show who just got introduced here. She is in the world of shipwreck, she is very 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 important.
4: Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Just thought of this. So you're saying saltwater sex is uncomfortable. She can breathe underwater, which means she can give an underwater beach like nobody's business. <laughs> wow. I you know a, what? If yeah. I was a fish lady, I would give so many underwater Game beaches
3: <laughs> That's pretty great uh-huh uh i thought you were going to go with uh some weird thing where like her head is underwater and he's just porked her from behind because you know like like oh. her butt's out uh-huh. uh, in oh. the air you could you and
4: could if, also do that
1: uh, um it would require some weird contraption but people yeah. have done weirder stuff for sex but
4: i'm just saying like when they're making out under the moonlight
1: mm-hmm.
4: i would have definitely been like i can breathe underwater so
1: i just picture him there they're like in the hot tub and he's just like push head down underwater. Except he
4: wouldn't do that. He would be like, there's a girl near my peen. There's
1: a girl near my peen. (laughs) Oh my gracious. Well, guys, that's Memories of Mara, the episode known as There's a Girl Near My Peen, (laughs) a.k.a. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please go on iTunes, give us a five star review. We deserve it. Do a one star review. We haven't got Ray one in a couple it. of weeks, and gosh darn it, guys, I need another one to keep up my self esteem. So wanna, help me out. We
4: want to read them on air. So even I do if you have friends it. that have never listened to the show, tell them to go on and rate it.
1: <laughs> if I had friends, I would tell them to go and give us a five star review <laughs> on iTunes. We really do deserve it because, gosh darn, it, we've been doing this for. We realized this, guys. Just right before we started recording, we've almost been doing this a full year now. We're yeah. like, how have we possibly gotten through 45 episodes? Pity us. <laughs> Pity us so with a five-star review. And tell you what, if we get... Here's the deal. We have recorded a secret stashed episode of He-Man. just as a side thing to do as a bank episode. If we get... We're at 15 five-star views right now. When we get to 20, we will drop a bonus episode, the Cringer episode of He-Man. I'll put it out there right now. I'm going to offer it as a gift to the people. Oh, wow. We're going to give a bonus episode if we can get to 20. 20. That's only five you people, and I know more than five of you listened because I've seen the metrics.
2: I'll,
4: I'll put it out there that if we get to 25 by Halloween...
3: Gina no. will give you an underwater. I'll g- give you an
4: underwater. <laughs> uh, My goodness. Only this if she gets a...
3: gills before then, though. This
4: is, this is not a binding contract.
3: <laughs> Fire up the cat scan <laughs> machine. <laughs> she's gonna take. She's gonna take as many cat scans as it takes
4: <laughs>
1: to get and including gills. a thousand.
4: I have. I have several. Several schedules. I told them to give me all the available slots. <laughs>
1: just, just, just pencil me in for all of them. Thank you, uh, guys. So if we do that, twenty, you get He Man episode. Twenty-five, you get an underwater BJ from. G-Man. Wait a minute, what were you going to?
3: Offer? I
4: was going to say. No, uh, that was if, it. if we get if we get uh, a certain number by Halloween, I'll dress up as the Baroness for Halloween.
1: Oh shit! You know what? How about we all pledge that if we get to twenty-five, we'll we all, all do G- We we'll all dress as GI Joe characters, Chan.
3: <laughs> Ooh, the Dr. Mindmender is gonna be a rough one for me. Doctor Mindmender,
1: <laughs> I could do Sergeant Slaughter, or maybe I find a bazooka or a shipwreck. Probably here's a bazooka. Yep. Here's the
3: thing. Uh we're, we're, it's May like right now. Yes. Uh that's a ridic- we should have okay. way more than that. 30. Oh, let's get 30? to thirty. Uh, we're at fifteen. Same. Okay, no, no here's Would the thing. Double. It's taken okay. us
4: a year to get to fifteen. <laughs> we haven't been
3: pushing uh, it with prizes. For thirty No, for thirty, uh Gina will dress up like the Baroness. Uh-huh. Once we hit forty Rail do uh Sergeant Slaughter. Okay. And for fifty, I will uh do some crunches and uh do Dr.
1: Mind. Gonna show off them like abs. That, I
4: like that I'm the easiest one to unlock and achieve.
1: Uh well, lowest hanging fruit, Gina. You probably already have a baroness outfit. <laughs> I at home. feel like you you would have done it regardless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> so guys, five star reviews on iTunes for Knowing It's Half the Podcast. Uh mm-hmm. I, I, until then we gotta get up out of here, everybody. So we'll be back on Wednesday for the next Know Your Joe. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, Doctor Who Live on May twenty-eighth. Clear your schedules right now. Uh, you can hit us up at Facebook, Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast, Twitter at GI Joe Podcast, or in fact you can hit me up individually. I am On Twitter at Almighty Ray. I'm at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And until then, guys, uh, anything more you guys got to add to Memories of Mara?
4: Don't touch my pain. Bloop.
1: Good night now.